Hey now. Happy Memorial Day weekend, my dear friends. And yeah, right on. This is live Grateful Dead right here on MVY Radio. My name's Jer Bear. And yeah, this is Shakedown Stream. Here we go. Right on.
There's the Grateful Dead. You know it. That's doing uh, the Grateful Dead doing Cassidy from 530-92, The Boys in Las Vegas. The Silver Bowl. 
And before that, we heard a U.S. blues. That was coming from uh, Deer Creek, a bonus U.S. blues from July 19th, 1990, with a not-fade-away chant from the crowd. Yeah, good old Grateful Dead, right on. Well, the weather's warm, but things are green. Things are fervent. Things are alive. Things are budding. Things are happening. Cool. I dig it. Uh, Heads up, our featured show will be doing the last show from the Europe 72 tour, May 26, 1972. You may all be very familiar with this show, but we're going to get re-familiar with it coming up. But before that, let's do this. And this is from the night before, May 25th, 1972.
It's the same story that Crow told me It's the only one he knows Like the morning sun you come And like the wind you go Ain't no time to hate Barely time to wait oh, oh, I want to know Where does the time go?
California sign Bobby, share the secrets of my soul Standing right beside me, Lord, through everything I have done Bobby's body kept me from the cold Salinas, Lord, I let her slip away. Looking for that home, I hope she'd find. There's the Grateful Dead at the Lyceum in London, England, doing Me and Bobby McGee, which would be a new tune off their Skull and Roses album. And before that, we heard a nice little thing, Wharf Rat out of Uncle John's band, also from 525-72. Those were some songs that would not make it on the next night, but if you follow the set list of all the shows from Europe 72, there are many consistent things. One, China Cat Riders playing in the band, and it's either a trucking other one or it's a dark star jammy morning dew. But as Bill Kreutzman said, that there was a lot of like stand-up tunes, like cowboy tunes uh, on their Europe 72, but the best part of it was they got to try out their old psychedelic mediums. So either the other one or Dark Star were driving a lot of these great jams at these shows. So anyway, I'm looking forward to 52672, considered 
by some to be maybe the best show of the Europe 72 tour. Maybe because uh, it had been like two months playing and they get to let it all out there on the last night. Before we go any further, and boy, like we're moving right along here, uh, Phil Lesh will be starting a tour this summer. Starting June 4th, he'll be in Stanford at Stanford University at Frost Amphitheater. And then on June 11th, he'll be in Eugene. June 12th, he'll be in Redwood, Redmond, Washington. June 17th, he'll be in Bonner, Montana. On June 19th, he'll be in Telluride, Telluride, Colorado. And then a little break, a couple weeks. And then on July 1st, out on the East Coast, he'll be in Hartford. And actually, he won't be in Hartford. It's called the Hartford Healthcare Amphitheater. This has got to be new because I grew up in Connecticut. But it is in Bridgeport, Connecticut. God bless those people. But Bridgeport is where Stanley used to make their tools. I don't think they do that now, but you should know this. And then on July 4th, nice little happy birthday America celebration will be in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Cool. Phil Lesh, you better look out. Hey, let's go back to May 1992. And this is really uh, not what we're going to do. But Garcia, this one song, which is kind of slow, but great lyrics. Check it out right here on Shakedown Stream.
take a short break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Everybody hang loose. Okay, we're going to hang loose, as instructed. Bobby Weir and the Grateful Dead doing around and around. Good old Chuck Berry from 5-25-74, Santa Barbara, California. Cool. And then uh, before that, we heard a high time from May 30th, 1992. The Dead in Las Vegas. Yeah, I uh, the show from the next night, May 31st, 1992, pretty cool. They do Addicts of My Life. They do uh, Help Slip Franks. Yeah. But we are going to stay on this Europe 72 train. And the Grateful Dead did an amazing thing. And I was just uh, reading Billy Kreutzmann's book again. And one of the things he said after the tour, and when this box came out in 2011, he said that he listened to it. And he said, I'm so glad that I listened to uh, that little voice in my head that said, do not do cocaine on this tour. Because he played very well. Phil Lesh said that he was like a god. He played so well. And it's true. It's in the pudding. It's in the 16 track. Well, hey, right on. Let's do a bare essential from the great Elvin Bishop. But this is a tune that... um, the Jerry Garcia band used to do. Check it out right here, right now on MVY Radio.
Yeah, Elvin Bishop doing Neighbor Neighbor. Right on. Yeah, the album's called Red Dog Speaks. Came out in 2010. And uh, Neighbor Neighbor is one of the tunes. He also does Many Rivers to Cross, a Jimmy Cliff tune. A couple other great cover tunes. But Elvin Bishop, man. Neighbor Neighbor. Yeah, he played with the Dead in 1968. I don't know if he remembers. I don't even know if the Grateful Dead remember. I think that's the whole point, right? Well, so this show that we're going to play, a couple references. One is if you ever see the documentary Long Strange Trip on Amazon, Amazon Prime, or maybe you bought the DVD, they talk about this show and how it was really special. And how Wiz, who was the guy in the trailer recording, how he stepped out at one point because he just had to hear Morning Dew. Everything got recorded, and so now we have it. Uh, also, songs like One More Saturday Night, Ramble on Rose, Truckin', Space, Morning Dew all appear on the Europe 72 album, and so we are familiar. However, I have learned in the last couple of weeks that there was a lot of editing done on these songs, and so uh, we're going to hear the real thing, I think. I'll look back. Somebody had wrote an essay and had gone through every song from Europe 72 and was able to um, say, I believe with accuracy, um, what songs were edited. Because some of the songs were edited and they're in the uh, vault that way. So I'll get back to you on that because this is important. Well, right on. Uh, I hope things are growing in your garden and you're enjoying your new seasons. Good time to look at the stars tonight, um, especially if you're in North America. If not, get up to North America as soon as you can. Wait for dark time. Check out those meteors. It'll be a good time. Well, right on. Hey, this is The Dead in London, May 26, 1972. Yeah, right on. that everything's in an unequivocal state of readiness. We'll, we'll be with you just as soon as Pickwit finishes polishing his organ. <laughs>
time you see me Things won't be the same Next time you see me Things won't be the same If it hurts Yeah.
inordinate amount of confusion going on back here.
one, two. We gotta apologize for all the tuning delays, but apparently the piano is out of tune and it's making it real strange for us. Thank you. 
Black Beauty.
a poor man make five dollar bill. Keep him happy all the time. Some of the fellas make nothing at all. And you can hear him cry.
Thank you. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes, and we'll see you then. All right, the Grateful Dead closing out their first set. Man, oh man. That's right, we've been listening to the Dead uh, at the Lyceum in London, England. A small little venue on May 26, 1972. Yeah, 50th anniversary. Well, that set closer, first time they ever did that, a not fade away on a going down the road feeling bad on a not fade away. We're going to get back to that. And then before that, we heard an I Know Your Rider out of China Cat Sunflower. Pigpen doing Chinatown Shuffle. Jack Straw. Cumberland Blues. He's Gone. Playing in the band. The longest one of the tour. The Stranger, Two Souls in Communion, another pig pen tune. Dire Wolf, El Paso. Next Time You See Me, Loser, Black Throated Wind, Mr. Charlie, Sugary, and The Promised Land to open up the first set. Nice long first set, like over two hours, just over two hours. So I don't know if you picked up on this, but right after China Cat Rider, uh, the audience were doing a classic, you know, Bo Diddley clapping beat. And the band was inspired. And so they did a Not Fade Away. Which, uh, since the song was first played in 1970, those that melody of songs, that kind of Ives, Charles Ives kind of inspired song bleeding into song kind of thing. First time that they did it in the first set. First time they did it to close the set, first set. Something else that was of note, and so this is the longest playing of the band. It comes in about 18 minutes, actually exactly. And it says here, and I would not be able to verify this, but it said it was the first time that the song did a liftoff from the 7-4 beat and went into a freeform jam. And you could hear Garcia kind of doing the tiger sound guitar. Yeah. So, henceforth we'll see or hear some very long playing in the bands. But the song, you know, since the beginning of the Europe tour, even maybe going back to Academy of Music, maybe in 1971, uh, shows too that the song continued to mature and mature. Another thing about this show is um, the LSD was abundant. Supposedly some of the uh, head honchos from Warner Brothers, they got dosed. And I guess, you know, the story is you should always be careful what you drink backstage at a dead show back then. And uh, there's a great story in Long Strange Trip where Wiz, he's in the truck taking care of the recording, and that was his job. And they recorded every show, all 22 shows. And it, it was going to be the way that they were going to pay for the tour because they brought everybody from the Grateful Dead family on tour, like 50 people. And I think he got dosed, was feeling it. And he could tell, he could hear that one of the mic stands 
was kind of flopping um, and making a sound, and it needed to be fixed with like a coin and then tightened down. And he had asked Steve Parrish to do this, and Steve Parrish told him, why don't you fucking do it? And so it needed to be done, so he left the truck, could see that he had plenty of tape, locked the door, went to the play, uh, in, into the uh, uh, venue on stage, fixed the mic that was loose. And just as he was stepping down the stairs from the stage, the Grateful Dead fell into Morning Dew. And it's one of his favorite songs. And he decided, I'm staying. I'm going to listen to this. And at one point, Garcia looks up and he could see, wait, you're not in the truck. And kind of gave him a look like, hey, I know what you're doing. Gave him a little smile, but a little like, hey. Turns out that when he got back in the truck, everything was fine. The recording went fine. And later on, Garcia says to Wiz, hey, the morning dew. It's going to be on the album. And there was nobody in the truck. I love that. Um. I love this line. Bobby said, there's an inordinate amount of confusion going on back here. And even in the intro, he said, uh, we're just making sure that everything's in an unequivocal state of readiness. We'll be with you just as soon as Pigpen finishes polishing his organ. I guess you could take that many ways. But right now, why don't we do this? Let's go to the second set and just keep the music uh, rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, The Grateful Dead, right here on MVY Radio. Of course, by now I need to tell you that this, this next number rose straight to the top of the charts in Turlock, California. <laughs> Numero uno and stayed there for a week or two. They love us in Turlock and we love them for that. Like the do-dumb man once told me you got to play 
guess it does
and I heard him tell the warden just before they reached my cell. Let my guitar play, friend, sing my
exercised the drummer's prerogative last time this one came up and said veto, but this time he's been overruled. If we've already done this one tonight, let us know. Just about halfway. Here in 
know it was the hottest part of the day. I took the horses up to the stall, went to the barroom, ordered drinks for all. Days in the saddle, you know my body hurt. It been summer, I took off my shirt. Tried to wash off some of that dust and dirt. West Texas cowboys, oh, they's all around. With liquor and money, oh, they's loaded down. Soon after payday, no, it seemed a shame. You know my uncle, he starts to bring the game. He know I hired old Jack in the winter, take the hand. Got sore. One of them called him, then two more. Accusing me cheating. Well, no, it couldn't be. I know my uncle, he's as honest as me. Hey, I'm as honest as a Denver man can be. That's me. One of them cowboys, he starts to draw. When I shot him down, man. He never saw Shot me in the Well, I damn he won't go In the confusion My other brother go Here I go We hide tail down against the door Now for those cowboys I know they go Love my uncle Oh, God rest his soul He taught me good luck Taught me all I know. Taught me so well, well I can't let go. And I left his dead ass there by the side of the road.
Well, the Grateful Dead. How about that? Yeah, their last show from Europe 72. May 26, 1972. Encore, one more Saturday night. Good golly. Before that, Casey Jones in a different place. Usually it ends the first set, but there it is. And then we heard a Sugar Magnolia, Ramble on Rose, Me and My Uncle, uh, despite Billy Kreisman's objections. Sing Me Back Home out of the other one, out of Morning Dew, out of the other one, Drums, other one, Truckin' to open up the second set. Amazing. That Morning Dew is really good. Really good. And Sing Me Back Home is really good. And the jam on the other ones, very, very good. And that trucking, man. You're not going to hear a trucking like that ever. Really good show. May 26, 1972. It's interesting. I've been reading some reviews of these shows. And the uh, and I'm. it's interesting to read the reviews written before 2011, before these shows came out. And either the shows, you know, were bad quality, not good soundboard, or they were cut. But once the these came out, these shows, people's reviews changed really dramatically. Interesting. Well, a couple of things before we go on to some Jerry. Um, just want to recognize John Kahn who played bass with Jerry Garcia, Jerry Garcia Band. But he died on May 30th, 1996. At the age of 48, he had a heart attack. Uh, he died you know, not too long after Jerry died. Also, we just got news over the weekend that Ronnie Hawkins, the Hawk, he died. Um, as you know, he was the band were originally backing Ronnie Hawkins. Who do you love? Probably remember him on um, The Last Waltz. And uh, maybe I've talked about this, but I'm getting more kind of information or write-ups about this new documentary called Box of Rain about being a deadhead, the deadhead scene, directed by Lonnie Frazier. And it's already streaming on Vimeo. If you guys are into that, get that. I look forward to seeing that. Peter Shapiro, the producer, promoter, owns the Capitol Theater, helps Phil Lesh out, did um, the big Fair Thee Well shows. He's coming out with a book called The Music Never Stops. I think his first dead show was like in 93 in Chicago. He's not even a touchhead. Eh. Hey, it's Jerry time. And I thought, let's go back to 1982. Audience recording from the River Theater in Guarneville, California, May 31st, 1982. Let's check out these tracks right on. Thank you. 
the Jerry Garcia band doing The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. That's from 531-82 at the River Theater in Guerneville, California, going back literally 40 years ago. And then we also heard uh, Run for the Roses from the first set of this Jerry Garcia band show. Audience recording, so it sounded a little bit like the way our bootlegs used to sound. Hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, but that's what Garcia was doing in 531-82. Last week we heard some of the stuff that they did at the Greek Theater um, about the uh, like a week, week, 10 days before in 1982. Good shows, too. Though I think 72 would trump those shows. It's all a matter of opinion. I'm always uh, happy. I'm always kind of amazed, too, that um, people who are still getting on the bus, still getting into the Grateful Dead, even after all this time, after Garcia has died, um, you know, we still have these great live recordings that um, keep us company. Um, but as you know, Dead and Company will be starting up in June, doing a big tour. Um, and lots of other music uh, and a lot of like dead cover, dead type bands, jam bands. And people are still really getting into it. That's pretty cool. Well, let's go to 30 years ago. Uh, this is The Dead in Las Vegas at the Silver Bowl. This is how they opened up the second set. Yeah, check it out, man. This is uh, The Grateful Dead in 1992, yo. Outside the lazy game of winter. 
Come take this bitch off of me. I won't wear it anymore. No, it's getting too dark to see. I feel like I'm knocking on heaven's door.
Just like so many times before Yeah, that's the boys doing Knocking on Heaven's Door. And before that, Eyes of the World from May 30th, 1992. It's the middle show. They did a three-night stand in Las Vegas, 529, 530, and 531. So last week I was wondering why there was such a big gap from um, basically after June of 92 the dead wouldn't play again until December. And in Billy Kreutzman's book, he talked about how, and I think we talked about this, that Jerry was confronted after the summer 91 tour and he would get into a methadone program. And, uh, and you know, in the spring of 92, they did a good tour, I thought. It sounded really good um, with Bruce Hornsby, but Bruce Hornsby was kind of like, you know, um, I'm going to leave. Um, And so here we are in May of 92 and they're starting up again. And Bill Kreutzman says uh, that a year later, the pendulum had swung back the other way. Shortly after the summer 92 tour, which had its share of great moments, Jerry came close to slipping into another diabetic coma. He was living in a plush pad in San Rafael with his girlfriend, Menasha and their daughter Keelan. And Menasha kind of took another kind of medical approach, but Garcia was to lay low and to recuperate. And they would cancel the fall 92 tour. You know, they'd been touring for a long time, 25 years. And, uh, you know, they had lost Bill Graham. They had lost Brent you know, in July of 90. And so, yeah. And I think that Garcia in uh, in Kreutzmann's book says that, you know, why don't we take a break? And Billy Kreutzmann said, you know, he supported that too. But because they had such a huge overhead and paid lots of people on their payroll, they didn't, which was a bummer. 
on another note, which is kind of <laughs> related, is that uh, in this show, uh, they play Spanish Jam. And they hadn't done a Spanish Jam since November of 1987. I guess I played the Spanish Jam last year. Um, so I'm kind of wondering, should I play it again? But I played it in August of last year. What I'd like to do is play a few more songs from May 25th, 1972, and close out this week's episode 751. God bless MVY and uh, the Grateful Dead, right on. And again, happy Memorial Day weekend. Um, I don't know what you guys do. I have a couple of traditions I do with Unbroken Jane that um, we either watch uh, Band of Brothers or Pacific on HBO. But we were also just uh, starting to watch uh, the Civil War documentary by Ken Burns. And after 25 years, they restored the documentary. And so you can see it again on PBS or however you can see it. I find it really interesting because the Civil War was really like a critical time in our country. And... uh, yeah, if you really want to learn some great history about this country, that's a good way to do it. And um, it's funny, uh, Jane had commented to me that she always thinks about the night they drove old Dixie down when we watch each episode of the Civil Civil War documentary. How could you not, right? All right, right on. Hey, let's do this. Uh, yeah, we'll do a few more tracks, and uh, we'll end on the Spanish Jam But I'll see you next week. It'll be another month. I hope you're well. Uh, Blessings on your family and your friends. And may you all have good health and good fortune right on.
Thank you.